0: is good (laughs) welcome to spirit build real talk with juliana i am your host juliana page and i am so excited that you are here i am an author a speaker and life coach and really i am here to equip and empower you to fulfill that radical call and destiny that is on your life so if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up that inner game so you can win in your outer game let's dive Hello, hello, so today we are going to talk about who's your who? (laughs) I know that sounds like an interesting topic. It actually makes me think of that book where I think it's the little birds and they're walking around and they're like, are you my mother? Are you my mother? Trust me, I hope you know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, you're going to think I'm real weird right now, but all good. So really what I mean when I'm saying that we're talking about who's your who. Is this is really helping you identify who are you called to serve and this can change depending on the season but Really, it's important to evaluate who is your who. So, I'm gonna give you a simple framework who, what, and how. And you can apply this. You might say, Well, I'm not a business owner, so this doesn't apply to me. Or I'm in ministry. How does this make sense for my world? Or, you know, I work in a corporate job. Does this still apply to me? And the answer is yes, yes, and yes. So, let's really dive into what this looks like. So, when I say who's your who, I am making an assumption that you know who you are. So there's been a lot of self-work to help you identify who am I, what am I called to do, why did God put me on this earth, what is my identity rooted in, how am I wired, what are my drivers, what motivates me, what are my triggers, what is my personality. You know, it could be the the Enneagram, the Myers-Briggs, all the things, right? So... Keep in mind, I'm making an assumption that you've done that work. If not, totally cool, you can still navigate. It's still going to require that you are strong in your identity because that's a lot of the time where your authority comes from. So once that's in place, you can move on to who's your who. And your who is really, like I said, who you are called to serve. Now I will say sometimes I am serving people that I wouldn't say are my ideal clients It is times where I'm not necessarily valued and appreciated, but I go where I'm led to serve. Literally, if God assigns me to it, I'm going to trust that he's gonna see me through it, okay? And that's not always what I would envision, but God has a plan. So I'm just saying that because I know there's a phrase in the world, and this is why we're talking spirit-filled real talk. There's a phrase in the world that you should go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated which that sounds cute. That sounds very good, real, relatable, like what you would want, right? But that, I don't believe, is reality. And especially if you're doing a lot of kingdom work, you are light sent into dark places, and that's not your ideal. Ideally, your comfort zone would say, absolutely not. I'm not going there. That is not a fit for me. I am not called to serve there. Right? But the spirit often says otherwise. So I just encourage you to keep that in mind. But often there is a unique demographic. There is a target that you absolutely can serve. And this could be based off testimonies that you have, it could be based off of giants that you've slayed, different circumstances that you've broken through, different challenges that you've come out on the other side of. There is a unique calling there to be able to turn around and pull forward somebody that might be at the beginning of that, that necessarily doesn't necessarily have to walk through what you went through. You can save them a learning curve in a lot of ways. And you can also inspire others to dream more, to do more, and become more. So there's a lot involved in your who. But to make it just basic for right now, because you have to start somewhere, give yourself maybe seven elements that you can describe and get really specific. A lot of times we like to live in generalization land where we're not very specific at all. And that can make us somewhat messy in our execution. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you're called to help women. Okay, well, that would be a huge Huge market, right? And you can't serve all women. So let's get a little more specific. Are you called to serve all women? Are you called to serve a certain age group? Are you called to serve a certain demographic? Are you called to serve in a certain state or a certain city? Where do you have authority? Where are you called to? Are you called to serve single moms? Are you called to serve business owners? Are you called to serve corporate women? Are you called to serve network marketers? Are you called to serve young girls before they enter college? Get crystal clear on who that is, because as you can imagine, everyone is on a different journey, and you're going to meet people at different stages of their journey, okay? So just pulling from me, because it's always helpful to have an example. Pulling from me, when you think about different things that you've overcome. I think through different life phases that I've been in and what did I need? Who did I wish would have showed up in my life? You know, and really helped me out in that season or mentored me and given me some tools and resources to help me get through whatever I was about to face. And that had to do with my dreams and what I felt called to do. I thought because of my upbringing and the culture I was developed in that I had to do the safe thing, that I had to go to school, that I had to get a degree, that I had to graduate, that I had to get a job in that industry and stay in that industry until I worked my way up some sort of ladder, and then I was able to retire. And I am just not wired that way. (laughs) So there was a lot of struggle. I had this belief that I can't thrive doing what I love. And that held me back for so, so long because I was helping other people be successful and helping them thrive in their dreams. All the while, I felt like my voice was being silenced, like I was unfulfilled, and it was terrible. It reminds me of that quote, like the the greatest pain is having this unspoken story on the inside. It's just in there, but you can't get it out. That's the worst pain. (laughs) So that was something that was really big. So I am called to women that are probably facing that. So usually that's just towards the end of uh, high school sometimes, depending on maturity. It could also be in those first couple years of college where it's really important to have a mentor helping you work through what your dreams are and how you can still put some structure around that and still be wildly successful. And I'm also called to women that have really struggled in relationships and have had trouble communicating their needs have had trouble setting boundaries, have had trouble with emotional and psychological abuse. I've had a lot of traumatic relationships and betrayals and disappointments. And so how do you come out of that looking nothing like it and still having your joy intact and still having a heart that is pure and healed? Well, I would say God (laughs) first and foremost. But for example, women that don't know God are, are at the beginning of that journey of rediscovering themselves. I can really help women that have had relationship issues. So it helps to name specifically what some of those are. So for example, I walked through a relationship with narcissistic personality disorder, and that was something I had never heard of, but it's something that a lot of women are probably researching right now, and they need tools and they need perspective and they need accountability, and it's literally like recovery. I literally went through a Christ-centered recovery program to get through a breakup. So I can help women in that area. I also was, an athlete. And I have exercised a lot of self-control and self-discipline over the years that translates very well to helping people in health and fitness. Okay. So there's different areas, but what I usually do is I'll just hone in. I enjoy helping aspiring entrepreneurs. So those that are afraid to make the leap, I'm inspired to help those women. And usually it's after something big has happened in your life so that there is a hunger to make a change right until the pain of staying where you are becomes so strong you're really not motivated to change so there's got to be that motivation to change otherwise there's only so much i can do to help somebody or encourage somebody so i like meeting people right at the maybe some of the beginning phases of that journey i like working with women that are local because I like being able to meet in person. So that could be in Texas. I like working with women typically that it's around 26 to 37. I would say if I were to give that an age group, again, that's somewhat vague, but it is pretty clear about when you're discovering or redefining who you are and who you want in your life and how you're going to show up. And then I also am faith-based. So I would say somebody that has a kingdom mindset that's very different than just Catholic or Buddhist or spiritual. I clearly say kingdom, which represents a very different part of the population. (laughs) Um, And then those that are very willing, ready, self-motivated, transparent, full of integrity, show up with authenticity, enjoy collaborating, love that because it just creates a fun experience. So just to give you some examples of how I would write down different things because later that turns into, let's say, your sales or marketing plan. So that's your who, hopefully that was helpful. Now you move into what. A lot of times I've encountered as I'm mentoring virtual business owners and helping folks with their business, I encounter a lot of challenge and struggle around the offer. Because a lot of times it's connected to sales and sales feels scammy or sales feels gross or I don't like speaking up or it just feels weird. So I work through all of that often. (laughs) So it's no longer weird, scammy, any of that. And I invite you to think about it very differently so that you can work through that for yourself as well. But rather than thinking about sales... Think about an offer. So when you think about an offer, that's very different than here's this product, do you want it or no, which just feels very transactional. When you're in a service business or when you're very relational, there's an exchange happening, but it's very different. And typically, for example, in the work that I do, it's long-term. So when you think about the offer, think about all of the value that you're bringing to the table and I encourage you to make a list of what these things are. So. You could be offering somebody a physical product. I heard, I had never heard of this before, but some woman was talking about how she had belly beads. I don't even know what that is, but (laughs) anyway, she sells belly beads and I'm not sure if she's helping women feel confident in their body. I don't know if those actually have a function. I'm not quite sure, but at any rate, she sells these. So she was having trouble just selling those because it was similar. There's some people that know what those are. There's some people that don't. But ultimately, she wasn't about just selling these beads. What she was about was helping instill confidence and self-esteem and body image, um, redefining body image that you feel secure in who you are and your self-esteem is raised and you feel more confident in how you show up and how you express yourself. So she was more about helping women with their image and their self-esteem and their confidence, right? Which are very intangible things. And so what she did for that, she did a lot of consulting and she had a mini course. So for example, rather than just saying, here's these belly beads, I think they were $20. Here's these belly beads for $20. She turned that into a offer for a limited time only, depending on what her timeframe was. She was offering the course that she was doing, plus the belly beads, plus a free one-on-one for 20 minutes with her as a package offer for I believe it was around $100. So you'd get the belly beads, you'd get a course, and you'd get a 20-minute one-on-one session with her. And that's an offer. So it felt very different because there was so much more value there than just a product. So I wanna encourage you to think about what is the value that you bring to the table? Is it a mini course? Is it consulting? Is it a product? Is it a service that you have? Is it artwork? Is it a fitness plan or boot camp? What is it that you're offering so that you can bring this offer as a solution to your who's problem? So that's really what I want you to think about when you think about your offer as well, is what is your who struggling with? So I mentioned that For me, it could be relational. You know, you want to have this relationship that you believe is possible for you, but you've never seen it modeled. How do you prepare for that? Right? (laughs) Or you really want to be healthy, but you've really struggled and you've had eating disorder issues and, you know, you haven't really ever managed food well. So why would you suddenly be able to now? Well, right, that could be scary territory or... You really believe that you're made for more, but you're really afraid to leave the paycheck, you know, and what does that look like? So those are all problems that I could meet somebody where they're at and help them walk through that transition. Okay, so think about you. Where are your... Where's your who, right? What are they struggling with? What problems does your who have? Because then you show up as someone who can be their problem solver. Now they will do the work, (laughs) but you will create an opportunity or an offer, if you will, that they can't say no to, because not only are you offering what they think that they need, but also what they want, right? So for example, let me break that down. Some people will say that they need to lose 15 pounds, Okay, great. But what they really need to do is change their mindset around food and exercise and their body. They need to get their emotions under control so that their emotions and their feelings are not controlling whether they work out and move their body or not, or what they eat or not. They may need to be surrounded by community and have some accountability because if they could do it on their own, they probably already would have, right? So you're seeing what I'm saying. They have a problem, and if your offer involves accountability, community support, meal planning, a, a boot camp of some kind that you're giving them a clear way to work out and a guarantee because maybe you've done it and you've lost weight before, right? That is a very different structure or setup than they've experienced before, and that makes it an offer that, yes, will help them, have the result that they want which is losing weight but it's also going to give them what they need so they're going to get what they want which is losing weight but it's going to give them what they really need which is changing their mindset their emotional stability all of that stuff okay so let's move in now to the third and final part which is how are you going to reach your who how are you going to reach them so when you think about all that work that you did you got clear on who is your who And what you are going to offer your who. Now, how in the heck are you going to reach your who? Okay, so this could be many things. And this in the beginning phase is just fun to brainstorm and get clear on. But we have so many tools that we can use. You could use Facebook. You can use Instagram. You can make a list of 100 people. (laughs) It's just crazy to think you probably know more people than you realize. But when you actually make a list on a piece of paper, it can really change your mind. So think about that. It could be people that you've gone to school with. It could be people that you've worked with. And it might not be those people, but it's a good starting place. And that can always lead to referrals, too. But the more clear you are on your who, you have a sense of, what life stage they're at, where they hang out, what their hobbies are, what they enjoy, what they're struggling with, what they really don't like, what their pet peeves are, what triggers them, right? So it might be people hanging out at yoga studios or coffee shops or, you know, you can find your people. So it could even be calling different businesses and being able to put on a free workshop and inviting your who to that and doing a Facebook ad or an Instagram advertisement, right? There's different ways. That you can reach it. But the key is to get a strategy, try it for a certain period of time so that you can get real feedback and tweak it as you need to. So it can be word of mouth, it can be referral, it can be calls. They don't have to be cold because you can have a conversation and get to know these folks and have a strategy behind that, an actual impact conversation. Or you can do advertising, but advertising is a little bit different too. So just some ideas, but really do the work on who, what, and how, because if you do this work, the beautiful thing is, is it makes it so much more fun to go on a treasure hunt for your who and show up as an answer for them literally an answered prayer a lot of the time and then it makes your work that you guys get to do together so much sweeter because you actually enjoy each other and the outcomes seem to come easier than if it's not a match at all okay so i hope this was helpful that it provided some insight to you but again let it be spirit-led okay (laughs) and this can change by season so this by no means is a one size fits all formula but it is helpful to help gain some clarity and to revisit who it is that you most enjoy working with and who you absolutely feel like you're actually called to serve as well all right so here are some ways to learn a little bit more to connect you can visit julianapage.com there are the god's vibes matter books on that site there is a self-guided study If you want to do some more work on getting to know yourself and self-mastery, there is also opportunities there to work with me one-on-one and do some consulting together. So here for you, just believing in you, know that there absolutely is more. All right, blessings on your journey. Talk soon, guys.